When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Charla Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the God Goals and Girls Hot Podcast. We are back again with Brie. Okay, talking about being saved, single, and celibate. If y'all have missed these episodes, Mm -hmm. child, go back. Don't get your life. Okay, don't do it to yourself. So we are here again. Bree, thank you so much, child, for letting me realize all of your time. (laughs) Thank you. And sharing. You're keeping me awake. It's all love here. It's all love here. It's almost 10, but it's oh, all love here. Gosh. Hey, look, okay, I found some things out last week. You can say it's <laughs> nine o'clock, apparently. Oh man. So we have been having such a good time. If y'all have not listened to this series, it has been all the things for me. It has been wisdom. It has been um, just the the tea. It's been facts, but it has been some really good laughs for <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. me and my friend. So we've been talking about being saved, being single, and being celibate. And we talked about your um, your single season and going through. Um, a level of healing, really working on yourself, doing the self-work and making sure that you're surrounding yourself with the right people. We've talked about mm-hmm. celibacy. We talked about the why we talked about, um, you know, kind of dealing with letting men know um, mm-hmm. that you're celibate. Yes. And one thing I want, I kind of want to talk about, and this wasn't really, really on my list originally, but tell me a little bit about your um, your journey with God, like how did you go from like BC before Christ Bree to now we'll pray the the walls down at your house Bree? Where, <laughs> where what kind of was like your why behind that and kind of your journey with um with God? Wow, that is a great question. Out of all the questions, I love that question. Um Well, I do come from like a family of going to church, especially my grandparents. They definitely engraved that. Um, I do believe there's a point where I believe in 
your choice to have your relationship with God. Because sometimes when it's poured and when it's forced, it the production to produce that relationship with you and God does not always come out the right way. Um, and I say this say, cause it took me a minute. It took me, I always knew God. I knew the Lord's prayer stuff like that. Um, but it wasn't until like I was a teenager and I actually had friends that love God as well. We would go to church together. And I remember I did get baptized and I noticed things differently. And then always having family members that would pray and stuff like that. So just being around things, but really choosing God when I was younger and always, I remember I was always talking to God. I never realized I was really praying, but I would literally like, it may seem weird, but I was literally like talking to myself, but I'm really talking to God about certain things that are going on, even at a young age. And it just kind of blossomed from there, just realizing how much I do love God. And even when I did things that were not right, I would still repent and I would still seek God. But my relationship, I wasn't as hot for God as I am now. And I think it's just because of conviction. It was really because of conviction and just eventually just trying to find my way and not forcing religion, forcing a relationship and just saying, God, do your will in me. There are times that I was mad at God, times I didn't understand certain things. Um, but my why is because I would be convicted, you know, if I handled a certain thing the wrong way or if I was doing things, especially with guys that I knew I had no business doing. And then one, my great grandmother, um, she passed away when I was 17. And um, in one of the episodes you'll hear that I stayed in a relationship in high school um, with a young man, even though he broke up with me, I stayed with him. Or I kept correction. I kept sleeping with him in the hopes that he would um, take me back and stuff like that. And soon after that, my great grandmother, she passed away. And when I was at her funeral, um, her home going, so many people said so many amazing things about her. And I, I really, out of everything, this is my main reason why my love for God. And it's not like I wanted to be like her, but she was just, she was to me a Proverbs 31 woman. And she always talked to me with respect. And anytime someone calls me Miss Bree, she, every birthday card, every phone call, it was just Miss Bree or baby, how are you doing? And that changed my life. And that kind of helped me with abstinence. That helped me with also understanding celibacy and stuff like that. Because I would think, I'm like, she is real. I didn't think about my grandma. I didn't think about my mom. I thought my great grandmother. And I was like, she wouldn't approve of this. And I changed my life around. And it was a work in progress. But I feel like her spirit really helped me and guided me into being the woman I am now. And it just grew from that. And God blessing me with the right people in the right church home. Thank you, Lord. And um, people praying over me and just reminding me of who I am and being that light that God gave me. Amen. So much. Yes. So unpacked. Yes. First of all, yes. shout out to the DGs who be out here just. Literally. Like, when they talk about like, because as you were speaking, I was like, yeah, her children's children will call her blessed. Like, you're her children's children's children. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Um, but so that really speaks of um, the seeds that she planted. And again, too, um, it's one thing to know somebody, to know of somebody, and another thing to know someone. And so I was mm-hmm. like, you, like I, my family has all, I've always known of God, but it took for me really wanting to be in relationship with him for myself. Um, and to really know him for Sharla, like for Sharla and God to have a relationship, um, mm-hmm. for me to really get serious and be on fire about God. And also to having full length conversations with what I thought was myself, which was really the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. Well, I'm like, God, it's 
people at school, these kids get them right or don't do that, Charlotte, or you know, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Um, and it's just so good to know one that I'm not a weirdo, two that we're mm. doing the same stuff. Three, yes. <laughs> three yes. that God to know that God has always been with us, right? So it's never that. Um, it's just as we mature, we get mm-hmm. to really understand who he is. He's always known us, but we get the yes. opportunity of knowing who he is. So we're sitting there full of conversations um, mm-hmm. with him and he knows he's him, but we coming into the understanding of like, oh, it's been you this whole time. <laughs> I'm not that smart. <laughs> right? <laughs> Well, you know, not my body, not my power, but the Lord. Like something told me something. That is the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. Yes. <laughs> Here. Literally. Um, no, that's really no. Thank you for sharing that. Before we, you know, get into what um, because I want to make sure we cover all aspects. Okay, so I know you talk about prayer a lot because you are an intercessor. Um, mm-hmm. but what what things would you say or what's something that you would say to someone who's new to the faith? Um, and I feel mm-hmm. like we touched on this a little bit um, in the last episode in terms of like, girl, be ready for warfare. Um, mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's amazing, but it's, uh, you know, you have to be intentional. So what are some of those things that you do um, to be intentional, not just in your celibacy, but just in your walk with God? And I feel like if y'all been listening to these episodes, Bree been dropping nuggets. She been like she's been telling. But um, if you want to just share a little bit of just those things that you feel like have really helped you most in building relationship and not um, religious practices. And before you say uh, anything else, shout out to the Way Church of Tampa Bay because when you said shout yes. out to the church home, baby, our pastor and our first lady, honey, yes, our life and our assistant pastor, one, yes, pastor and Cole, his wife, our deacons, like, our, our ministers, y'all are amazing. Yes, shout out to the Way. We love, we literally love our church. We really do. So excited for church tomorrow, but to answer your question, um, I really want to start off and say prayer. I know, especially if you a baby in Christ, baby Christian, however you want to say a new, a newbie or something like it's a, it's a lot of talking to God and a lot of prayer and it's not, it's not easy. You know, I, I was talking to Sharla about how I don't worry. I was talking to Sharla, my friend, Kavon. And one thing I said about myself is one thing I've noticed is I still do worry. I still do have certain, I will say doubt. I have my moments and stuff where my flesh is there, but I worry less and I doubt less. And my response is a lot bolder and greater. And it's just me seeking that time with God and talking with him. When you realize that God is your friend, that literally we can cast our cares upon him. And let me just drop it down, not even just being super biblical, but talking to him and saying, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm going through. God, I need your help. And me understanding that I can go to him and say, I need help. I need your guidance. I need wisdom, whatever it may be. There are so many things. I remember, I'll give you a prime example. I remember when I bought my first car and I I, I prayed about that. And I feel like sometimes even as new Christians, we forget that we can talk to God about anything, anything. And I remember I was like, God, I was praying for the salesperson. (laughs) I was praying for the person that was going, I was like, don't let him be a crooked person trying to take my money. Let him have a kind heart. Let him be nice. Father God, let it just be a great 
um, transition and a whole process. And, you know, I always come prepared. So I had three cars that I already printed out that I wanted to look at. And my mom went with me and we test drove one. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, within my budget and stuff like that. And then there was another one and this was a newer version. And I thank God for my credit score and all this working out. Um, and so he was like, and we test drove that one. And he was like, Brie, if you were my sister, if you were my niece or whatever, I would tell you the same thing. This is the car for you, the benefits and everything. And he was not selling it. You know what I mean? Like as a dealership person or whatever, but it literally was nothing but God. And my mom, um, cause for me, like I've definitely had financial struggles. My family has had that and stuff like that. And so when he went away and everything worked out smooth and she was like, Brie, this is why like some people stay at the dealership long cause their credit score and all these issues. But she's like, when you do things right, like you've been doing, like it, it's smooth process. And I received that. I'm like, thank you. I'm being, you know, a woman of color, you know what I mean? Paying my bills and I have a good credit score and stuff like that. But honestly, I received that, but I thanked God for that. You know, so I just say that because you can pray to God about anything. And I pray I don't get emotional because we know I cry Um, anything. So many things. And just just talk to him. Just really talk to him. He will show you the way about whatever you need to do, what how it needs to go about. And I just pray that you trust him. I feel like for me. In the last two years, I have just recently, I've grown out of having a mustard seed of faith and having an on fire faith for God. You know, it's, it's real, like no shade. It's some, some situations you'll go through that. All you got is a mustard seed, that, that mustard little bitty seed. Tiny. That is literally teeny tiny. Is that's all you need? Yes. You know, and I'm not trying to say you should have more or anything like that, but it's no, like I know now, not, like, you know, saying, I love that even no matter, even if it's just a teens. Because sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, God, I got a teens. Okay, like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm tired. This is all I got. I'm tired. Endurance. I've been it's going just... through a season right now, and Bree knows, like, sis has been on the list. The list of God, I got a teens. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, literally, and he, still, and he still loves us anyway. And so it's great when we have this like huge amount of faith. I love when I'm in. I'm like, and now I'm, I'm, now I'm back there, and some things mm-hmm. have transpired. Transpired. Now I'm like back then. Then won't. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like I'm out here. But I love right. that even when all you have is like he'll take whatever you give him and he will multiply mm-hmm. it. Literally, and that like prayer, and then. Um, I remember saying before when I still go through it and I had this moment what was it? just a few days ago and I've been going through stuff with my family, just the, a lot of health things, um, a lot of things going on with like my walk and stuff like that. And just being like, God, I feel tired. God, I'm adjusting. God, this is just this is real. You know what I mean? And it was one morning and I woke up. This was very recently and I wasn't feeling it. I didn't wake up on the right side of the bed. We had a prayer call, wasn't feeling that. I was just like, Ugh. and then I ended up since we worked from home and I got up, it was, it was a Wednesday. It was my, my rest day, quote unquote. So I got up, I was like, Brie, change your clothes. And I was like, you know what? Let me take a shower. Let me just kind of get myself together. And I got out the shower and I was like, my spirit is still messed up. So let me read Psalm 146 all the way to 150. And it helped me because on my lowest of days, it is those Psalms. And a lot of the Psalms is about praising the Lord, but those top four or five, I believe all of the, it first starts out, praise the Lord. Because that's what also God wants. You can send your request and you can petition, but he wants to know that you love him. He wants to know that you adore him and he is your Abba. And that's a lot of things. If you hear me pray, I will say Abba a lot because that means father. 
He is my father. He is my love. And I love him so much. And I'll say, thank you, Abba, for helping me. Thank you for waking me up. Thank you for getting me through. So read them Psalms and praise him and thank him because there are going to be times like that. And I feel like this was God ordained because after I did that, Charlotte going to send me this voice note. This voice note, Bree, I appreciate you. I love you. You know, your patience. And she said this, that even when I don't see the fruits of my labor, I'm still faithful. And for me personally, that is, is, is hard to receive because I'm inside, I'm a doer. I'm a, I'm a still be obedient. I'm a praise God and stuff like that. And I'm not looking for, I want God to relieve people out of certain situations. I want people to have joy. I want people to know God. I want people and desire people to make room for him and stuff like that. But Again, it goes back to like, you know, me being celibate. I'm not out here just being like, oh God, just uh, these five years send my husband and stuff. I'm doing this because I love him. And this, there's no better life and stuff like that. And people have had to tell me, Brie, you're obedient. God is pleased with you and stuff like that. And it was a lot of confirmation that I didn't know I needed it, but I did. And I'm not saying that, I feel like it was nothing but God. The fact that I chose to get my spirit together, it allowed me to welcome what Charlotte was pouring into me in that voice note. So get your spirit together. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Check God's Resume Journal. Are you struggling with your waiting season? Do you feel like God has forgotten about you? Sis, it's time for you to check God's resume. This dynamic journal will walk you through building God's resume in your own life. Take the time to recall the goodness and the miracles that he's performed in your lifetime. The journal has journaling prompts, a place for sermon notes, and so much more. This is a great tool just to remind you of God's goodness in your life and an even better tool to be passed down to your children's children as they'll be able to recount your experiences with God. So get ready to recall all of the miracles that God has performed for you. I promise you when you check his resume, he is undefeated. Click the link in the show notes to get your copy today. Now let's get back to the show. Yeah, and, I was like, and that's another thing, too, with being obedient, because I was driving to work and also not having a great day, but choosing mm-hmm. <laughs> again, being like, I think that's uh, that's so good that you talked about that, because there are some days where like you I don't feel like praying and I don't mm-hmm. like being on this prayer call and I don't like I don't feel my flesh don't feel like but mm-hmm. I do it anyway because I know and I love the Lord and I'm gonna do it the same way if you have a kid if they're sick you may not feel like taking care of them because you may also mm-hmm. be sick but you do it because you love them and so in the same sense um that morning too I I was not having a great morning but the things that I I said to Bree was things that God told me to say to her um, and to share with her after my quiet time with him on my drive to work. And mm-hmm. so it does something to me when Bree's like, girl, that confirmed me. And then we be out here <laughs> confirming and right. okay, we, in, we in alignment with the Lord and with each other and look at God, mm-hmm. right? That stuff really um, fires us up. Bree, do you remember that time when we first kind of became friends and I woke up and it was two o'clock in the morning <laughs> and I, God was like, get up and go pray. And I was like, sir, I have to work <laughs> in three hours, I have to get mm-hmm. up, but I'm going to get up and go pray. 
And then when I did, I was like, okay, like, okay, God, so who else? And Bree, we had met at church and I knew Bree, but me and Bree, it was not what it is now, like our friendship. And God, so I was praying for Bree. So I was like praying for Bree, praying for Bree's husband. And God was like, tell her to read this book. And I was like, God, this <laughs> I'm crazy because it's 2.30 in the morning. And I literally texted me and said, please don't think I'm crazy. <laughs> Do you remember that? Brie? I was like, hey, um, oh my God. I don't know, but <laughs> God told me to this book and to read it. And, um, you know, I know that you're, you know, like God just gave me all of this, this gave me a message to give to Pre. And mm-hmm. it was, it was what she needed. And I was, I yes. like, I can hear from God. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm feeling real strong in my spirit. <laughs> and Brie, like, you know, so we've had those moments. Um, but yes. it's it's those things that get me fired up more than whatever mm-hmm. stuff. It's the moment when God tells me to do something for somebody else and they're like, oh, that's exactly what I needed. I like mm-hmm. you answered a prayer of mine. What? It'd be that literally moment. it's really it's the you know, it's the serving god for me mm-hmm. yeah. it really yeah. is and just being tied to the right people well connected and god ordained to the right people is amazing because you know god will send the right people charlotte has shared a lot of things with me i literally wake up because she you know she does most of the time get up before me and it'll be like god told me to tell you this and i'm like brother and and I'm gonna share it, especially when it comes to hearts over habits, which I love so much. And when God shared to you that I will be running hearts over habits, and you know, as we know, I'm the director of operations. And the first thing you said is, "What did you say?" <laughs> I'm trying not to. <laughs> I think you said, "Don't freak out." Yes. And I need you to hear me like for real. And then you said for real twice. Charlotte knows me and knows me well. It's not that I doubt God or whatever, but I used to seek validation from people so much. So I just want to hear from God. And I had been praying. I had left a previous job and I was like, what's next? What's next? And she said it. And I was like, literally. And I was like, I'm not going to doubt it. Thank you, Lord. And I remember still had doubts and we was on a Zoom call. And she said, and I didn't tell her, I said, um, I was saying this and I was praying because I was on Indeed and I was like, God, I'm, and I'm not a, I try not to be a lazy person. And I was like, God, I really don't feel like my job is on Indeed. I don't feel like I should be on this, on this app scrolling through. And two days later, I'm talking to Charlotte and she's like, Brie, you have a job. It's not what it looks like and what you thought it was going to look like, but you have one. When I tell you that was some confirmation, and I know we over here talking about singles and saving and stuff, but this all ties in together. Get you the right people. God will send the right people. He will always send, as my great aunt Dot will say, and my grandmother told me this, God will always send somebody. And he sure did. And I thank God for Charlotte. Because if it hadn't been for God, I would not be on this podcast telling my business. Come on. <laughs> which I love. Which I love. Which I love. Jesus. You know. Telling my business. Telling my business. You know. Because so. uh, that's your business, as Auntie Tabitha Brown says. Okay. <laughs> so with that, 
as we talk about this, this actually does tie into our conversation for today. Um, so we're talking a little bit about not settling and also mm-hmm. about having God in the middle of your relationships um, mm. and the dangers of not allowing God to be in the middle of your relationship. So as y'all can see with me and Bree, we got us all up and throughout here, but yes. <laughs> we kind of talked about um, a little bit in regards to um, the dangers of not having God in the middle of your relationships. And what I always tell people too is, um, especially single people, friendship is a relationship. Mm-hmm. They're all relationships. Um, we were talking about um, the types of love on our poor group session, um, our, which is like our small Bible study group in our church. And we were talking about the different kinds of love versus like agape um, versus eros versus um, filio, um, which is that like that brotherly love, which is where the name Philadelphia comes from, the city of brotherly love. And so it's all relationship, right? There are some people who do not get married. Paul is somebody in the Bible who never got married, okay? And he still was in relationship with people. He was still in covenant with people. Um, all of the um, apostles went out in groups. None of them went solo dolo. Jesus had a group of people with him. Mm-hmm. And so relationship is relationship. Um, and it's so yes. important that God is in the middle of all of them. So Bree, why to you is it, what things have you learned in terms of why it's so important to have God in the middle of your relationships outside of the things that we just shared with all this confirmation and all the, all the good. <laughs> I'm not really good y'all at taking um, like, I don't know what to call it. Like taking my flowers, I guess it just makes me kind of like cringe sometimes. Like, okay, great, thanks, that's enough. Um, and Bree, <laughs> Bree did that mess in our Bible study group, and I turned my camera off. <laughs> I knew it. She does not do well with compliments, and my love language is words of affirmation. I know that is not everyone. I'm growing in it. I appreciate, and I'm glad. It. I, I am too. Okay, girl. Yeah, turn her camera off and everything. I thought she was actually going to cry. I was like, please don't, because you know. I, I was crying. I knew it. I thought I saw a tear. I knew I it. Okay. I was like, y'all are about to catch me out here looking like this. Terrible. <laughs> Transparency and openness. But um, <laughs> um, but I feel that. But my heart is, people should know how you feel about them, because tomorrow's not promised. Mm-hmm. And I know how it feels to be misunderstood. I know how it feels yeah. to not receive that I'm proud of you. I appreciate you because mm-hmm. God works and he blesses us with so many gifts. And by you being a blessing to me, I have to thank you. I have to thank your father. I have to thank God for you and stuff like that. That's, yeah. that's me in my heart. Yeah, um, no, I also did that with my husband, y'all, because I'm going to be looking at me. He'd be like, you look so pretty. Today. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> Let us pray for Charlotte in the name of Jesus. It's a process because I'm the same way. Oh, I've like, always been like at? that. <laughs> But we learn it for like that. I can I can't forget yes. you. No, could be weird. <laughs> we gonna pray for her. I've learned when it's hard to say thank you and people give you flowers or you know or compliments. Mm-hmm. I say I receive that because it's coming from a pure and general heart. So if you sit hear me say I receive that, that's my way of saying thank you because it's really hard for me to receive it as well. But okay. hey, at least we have humble hearts. I'm gonna work on it. Y'all pray for me. We will in Jesus' name. You already know I will too. <laughs> turning your camera off but anyway to your question um let's see let's see it's it's really important for God to be in my relationships and stuff 
And sometimes I feel like I'm so cliche, but I know it's just God. And um, I, I'm real. I really welcomed and accepted that I'm an intercessor. I I've had, and this is basically for me, this is a person that prays that hears from God and really has the ability to pray for people. And I'm not saying like, I'm all special or anything like that, but it's a gift that God has given me. But continue. I am special, but I'm not trying to boast about it. I'll say it that way that I'm not being puffed up about it. There we go. Yeah. See, iron sharpens irons. I'm special (laughs) in the name of Jesus. I'm a, I'm his daughter. Um, and just realizing how important prayer is. Like I said, we can pray about everything. And when you asked me that question, and when we previously talked about this, um, like off podcast, the first thing I thought about is my ex, um, the one previously that drove me in the SDI about like me being celibate. And I remember when there were so many things going on in our relationship that left me with lack of peace. And again, this was back in 2016. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night, just so upset and I couldn't sleep. And I remember praying, I was like, God, if he is not for me, if he is not the man for me, then give me a sign, make it known to me. Like it, and it probably wasn't so prophetic or anything like that. Cause I'm just now um, learning to pray in scripture and just cast down and bind certain things. But it was really simple. I was like, if he's not the one I said, this is exactly what I said. Thank you, Jesus. I said, if he's not the one for me, remove him from my life. And I, I don't even want to say it was two weeks a week. It was a very short span of time. He texts me saying he can't do this. And it's over. Was I heartbroken? Was it disrespectful? I was like, yes, but I got my answer. God will move. Okay. When you ask, he will come through. He really will. And that's important. It's, it's really important because I was not giving God. The thing is, I would pray for him, my boyfriend at the time. I prayed for him more than I sought God about him, about mm-hmm. our relationship, about so many things. So you need to be careful with that. How much are you spending like your emotional capacity praying for certain people? And you're not even talking about like, are they a good person? Or should they be my friend? Should I be dating this person and praying about business endeavors and work relationships? I constantly pray for me and Charlotte and stuff like that, because this is new territory and we do sharpen each other and God works through us and stuff like that. Because prayer and God is our foundation. When you need help and you need answers, seek God because he's going to help you out. And I thank God. And, you know, I've said that even in um, past friendships, you know, the friendships that I had with certain um, women from my past that I really felt now I can, I know the word, when they were really lukewarm in their faith and lukewarm in their um, walk, when I really become hot for God, as I like to say, I kept having this feeling every time I was around them, every time it was one person particularly, but every time I was around them and it was just like, it's this feeling that, you know, the whole, and I'm sorry, I'm not going to say this feeling. It was a Holy spirit telling me and me and myself, I need 57, 11 signs. So I keep praying. I'm like, God, tell me, God, I keep having this feeling. I keep, and I'm, I'm talking to God. I'm like, I keep having this feeling. And eventually that friendship ended not in the way that I wanted it to, but it did. God has a way of, he will speak to you. And, you know, sometimes things can in amicably because that's me in my heart. I don't like mess. I don't like just horrible things, things just ending in a bad way. If we can end on good terms, that's great, but that's not always in God's will. And I kept praying and he made it happen. And one thing that also helped me is, I, Charlotte, I'm going to do my best to find this and send it to you. Um, Erica Campbell, one of the singers from Mary Mary. Um, I love God. And- you love God. That's my song. 
the fact that she's at at a 10 and I'm just like I'm not even girl a, when I, 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 I so can I don't think that I can live no other way uh, okay all right I just I'm gonna finish I'm gonna Go ahead. I'm, I'm okay. So <laughs> one thing that helped me during this time, and this was in 2019, and I'm going to read you the prayer. She said, I ask God to reveal who isn't for me, repair the relationship if possible, to remove, and then if it isn't possible, to replace them with who is supposed to be there. And I'm going to do my best to send this to Charlotte because that prayer, I still pray it because there are some relationships that can be repaired reconciliation can happen and there's some that can't and God will need to remove them and I pray that he does it graciously I pray that he does it of his will and in addition when that person is removed he replaces it with the best right person and he did that for me so I just say it's important because you know God will give you the people that you need in your life you know when you out here praying for other people and that's not a bad thing don't forget about God Don't forget about yourself and don't forget about your others. And your foundation may be different. I really do believe when I get married, it's going to be God, my husband, me, and my kids. Right now, it's God, me, and everybody else. Because that's that's just how I said, I ain't got no kids. I'm not married. You know, that's my frame. That's my pyramid. That's my tribe and stuff like that. And again, like I said, the biggest thing, I prayed so much for my ex and him and his walk and stuff like that. Then I prayed for God. Is he even the one? Yeah. If this is cool, is this right? We so good and, at we'll mm-hmm. get into the mess and be like, okay, God, so we made this little nasty cake with no eggs. Now bless it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Help it, Lord. Like, There's no eggs. Bless it. <laughs> now I need you. I need you now. I think God, that's the song. You Smoky are you not hearing me? Bless mm-hmm. it. And he's like, girl, you're, mm-hmm. not even, you're not even in position. Who is this? Mm-hmm. Who's this guy? Did you ask right. me about that? We're, we'll mm-hmm. get into situations and then ask God to bless our mess and then get upset when it don't work out. But he's like, I never told you to go there. I mm-hmm. did that with a job. Mm-hmm. Um, but my last job, I was working at this little small clinic and I hated it. I, I was like, mm-hmm. I wanted to work. I was like, God, if you can just get me out of this. And I don't know how I got into this. And I was complaining. He said, girl, I never even told you to go there. And I was like, mm-hmm. why are you coming for my life? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm going to use and it. He said, but you were teaching and you were just fine teaching at mm-hmm. them two schools. And I had just graduated from being a nurse practitioner. And I knew that the job was bad because I had trained there as a student and it wasn't great. But the people mm-hmm. there were pretty, they were all right. And I, I felt like I had needed to get clinic experience as a nurse practitioner. And so I was like, well, I guess I'll go back to this job. And I did it outside of God's will, outside mm-hmm. of before I checked with him. And then when I was in the middle of the mess, trying to ask God to bless it. And he was like, sis, who told you to even go there in the first place? You're mm-hmm. upset, stressed, pressed, and bust, broke, busted, and disgusted for no reason. I'm going to help mm-hmm. you though. But mm-hmm. don't be upset with me because you put yourself there. Exactly. So that was so good because we'll get into the situation first. Be trying to pray the walls of Jericho down. And God's like, first of all, where are you? Who, mm-hmm. who told you to go there? Right. How did you? I so can. That's another part of our friendships. Another part of our friendships. Yeah, exactly. Now, one other thing I want to add. And another thing. Another one. And another one. I realized 
Erica Campbell had more things to say. So she said that she prays this prayer, excuse me, when feelings, uh, when you feel discomfort, when you're, and it helps you to let go in a loving way. It helps you avoid being too nice. And um, when staying and keeping a relationship that is no longer in God's will. And I also want to say that if you are in a situation or if you were and you stepped outside God, you stepped outside of God's will, please repent. Please ask for forgiveness. Amen. It's never too late to do that because Amen. that's important. That is very important. And for me, I think that helps my walk even now because I went, to, where did I go? Was it yes? Was it yesterday? Did I, I went to Walmart yesterday, right? Yep. Child, yeah. And I'm going across the, the county trying to find some B12. <laughs> yes. I, I ran my little errands and I get convicted so easily. I think because I love God and I know how much he's done and I know he's not going to smite me over little teeny tiny things, but I still repent it. Quick story. My mom sends me, she doesn't really send me, but she was like, hey, we need some Gorilla Glue. Now I have a thing about going to the grocery store for something that I've never seen before, that I've never bought before. What out is it? It's Walmart. It's big. So I finally find it and I'm going around and stuff like that, find, trying to find it. And I'm in the aisle. These aisles are tiny. This lady had the nerve to come down the same way I did with my big old car. I'm like, bruh, you are making this inconvenient for myself. Now I'm wearing a mask and I have my contacts in. So you could really see my face. I know I rolled my eyes at her. I know I did. And I was like, Lord, I'm so sorry. I gave her so much attitude. I didn't say, I didn't even say anything. I probably did like, you know, like exhale really loud and roll my eyes. But again, I fixed uh. it. So <laughs> Like literally, like, oh my God. like, why did you do that? Like, why, like, that don't make sense. And my thing, I get irritated when people don't do things the way that I would do it. Not every time, but in this case, yes. girl, homie, you could have went around. But anyway, whole point is, I got convicted, <laughs> and I asked for forgiveness. Sometimes it doesn't always have to be deep, but I always like to pray, Lord, if there's anything that I said, did that was unpleasing, unintentionally and unintentionally, past, present, and future, please forgive me. That's my prayer. And um, however that works, however that fits in. But we, we do a lot of things that are sometimes out, outside of God's will. Please yes. repent and ask for forgiveness. Because again, you're hurting your father's heart. Yeah, that's good. Because I feel like too, sometimes people feel like once you get saved, like you're not human. Oh. Um, and that's so false. When I tell y'all, Charlotte mm-hmm. be having an attitude. Like at baseline, me I tell y'all all the time, I need Jesus. He don't need me. Mm-hmm. Not the other way around. Like, mm-hmm. I be raggedy, several degrees of it. I be, y'all, like, how I joke about socking people out, sometimes I really feel like I want to sock somebody. Like, bro, I'll sock you out right now. Um, and it's not that I'm glorifying my, you know, glorifying that. But it's just like, let's keep it real. Like, just because I'm mm-hmm. saved don't mean I don't want to sock you out when you cut me off in traffic and you almost run me off the road, lady, oh, last yes. week or a couple weeks ago. Sis literally yeah. almost hit my car. Mm-hmm. And I would like almost ran me off the road. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get out and square up with her. I didn't because I've seen enough movies and shows about road rage. And God just said, keep Ooh, yes. I didn't cover you and grace you. Go home to your family. And people will pull out a gun Yes, I wanted to follow her into Lowe's parking lot. Sis, what here is so important that you're about to run me off the road on my way home from work? It's real. Mm -hmm. That's what my flesh felt. Mm -hmm. But also, you know, 
knowing I just I just love that transparency like you like that like you rolled your eyes like girl oh because mm-hmm. I feel like people think that because we love God we don't feel that way no oh, yes. what's and it was hard, hard about what's hard about walking this walk out is that you feel that way and you gotta pick the other thing mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, you know. I, because you know better and because you love God you mm-hmm. you have to overcome me wanting to follow you into the Lowe's parking lot to let you know first mm-hmm. of all ma'am if you would have ran me off the road, it would have been the business. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So just to, you know, that transparency of like, yo, I love God so much with all of my heart. Mm-hmm. I know the devil be out here. But also, too, I have to overcome my own annoyances. I still yes. get annoyed. I mm-hmm. still um, have had days where I felt like, man, if I still said cuss words, honey you would I would serve them up because mm-hmm. that's where I feel that's what I feel the struggle with this walk is uh, what Paul say I know what to do <laughs> I know how I'm supposed to do it but it's it's hard to do it mm-hmm. I know I'm not supposed to roll my eyes but oh uh, anyway <laughs> mm-hmm. like but but like lady yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah no, and for I, me yeah yes like for me um I went to, I also went to Publix and I wear a cross that my mom gave me. Um, Cause for me, it's just a symbol of God. And I always love necklaces. And I feel like a lot of people, when I go to the store and they see that they smile and it's like, I'm already, I have not said a word. I'm here to get some groceries. I am a reflection of God. Yes. And I could just tell, you know, and I've even got compliments on this cross and it's nice. It's not too flash or anything like that, but it, you know, it helps because I break chains sometimes um, in the spirit and in the natural. But, you know, come on, um, come on, y'all are broken. Literally, what would you do to your to get the- wrestling? She's like, <laughs> this is why I go to sleep early. I need all my sleep. But anyway, um, but literally they when they when people see me and that's one thing I also pray that when people hear me and see me, they're not seeing me because my thing is I don't like to have a big head. I have been around a lot of negative people, people that have been nasty, toxic and stuff like that. And they they love attention. They love this. And I'm far from it. And I thank God for that. But at the end of the day, like I want people to see God in me. You know what I mean? And I thank God for the titles. I thank God for that platform because he's given me gifts. And there's certain gifts that have yet to come to the surface or certain assignments that have yet to come to the surface. Mm-hmm. But they're a part of that platform. And I still need to serve God and be obedient. So lady in Walmart that I wrote my eyes to, I apologize. It was hot. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to find the gorilla glue and some command hooks, you know, you didn't do things how I wanted to do, but it's not my world. So, Lord, thank you for forgiving me in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's that simple. It really is. Like so, like that. No, mm-hmm. but um, no, I agree that people know it really is like you remember when you're when you were little and you used to go somewhere and your parents were like, now when we get in here, don't you embarrass me? Mm-hmm. That literally is the same way that I um have to remind myself to behave. Um, you know, when I don't feel it, when I when I when I have, when I know I have the right to be mad, um, mm-hmm. because, you know, some people do so like that lady, she really came across three lane, the traffic and almost hit my car with no regard for me, my life, who mm-hmm. I was, nothing. And so I had, I had the right to be angry, yeah. but just because you have the right to do something doesn't mean that you should. Mm-hmm. And so I always walk out 
of my house with the um with the mindset of like what I'm not about to do is go out here and embarrass my daddy in these streets Mm -hmm. because it takes one time for me to ruin my witness it takes one time for somebody to be like don't you got that podcast (laughs) um and it's not even because of Sharla but because of who I represent Um, because I represent Christ because I didn't I definitely hunt my horn it says I didn't flip her to burn or not I Mm -hmm. I was so proud of me but I hunt my horn like yo Mm -hmm. hello Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how they be keeping straight ahead. They don't look at you. That's what yes. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Producer Society. The Producer Society is an online membership group for women looking to draw closer to God, to develop godly community, and to produce everything that God has called her to. Members of the Producer Society receive early access to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast episodes, monthly Bible studies, exclusive online events, and so much more. If you are ready to get connected with other women who are chasing after God and wanting to produce His purpose in their lives, then this community is for you. Visit www.producersociety.com to start your free 30-day trial today. Now let's get back to the show. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, I, but then I was very quickly like, God, thank you so much for covering me yes. um, because things, because man, anyway, the mm-hmm. like things like that can take people out. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I had to focus, readjust my focus off of me and back onto God. Like, God, thank you for having minister angels around me. Lord, thank yes. you one for, for growth because I didn't cuss. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was on the phone with uh with Jen, which is one of me and Bree's friends. Shout out to Jen. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, hey Elena girl, hey girl, no ma'am. Uh, <laughs> no ma'am. So we I was on the phone with Jen and I literally said, Are you serious, bro? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was not, but back in the day, I would have been like, ma'am, all the four-letter words. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was able to kind of reshift that focus. And to me, it, I just love that um, because I'm a representation of God, even too, like when I go out and I'm in the grocery store wearing my church shirt, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like we got to be mindful um, because it, yes. it but we are, we are representatives. We are Christ mm-hmm. representatives. And so when we go out in these streets, man, you have to really tell your flesh to go sit down somewhere mm-hmm. like decrease girl, Charlotte, all go the sit way down. Charlotte please go sit down because mm-hmm. no um no mm-hmm. no a new creation in Christ mm-hmm. we ain't got time yes um okay so let's switch gears really quick mm-hmm. um let's talk a little bit about your non-negotiables so now we know you know that Without God in our relationships, we won't have discernment. We're not our best mm-hmm. selves. We put ourselves in dangerous situations. Yes. We know that we need to not be jumping into things first without praying to God mm-hmm. and asking Him. Um, oh, that's what I wanted to say. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You said something about when the relationship is no longer God ordained. I want y'all to know that relationships can start out as something that God sent you to and something can change within either yourself 
for that person Mm -hmm. to where they are no longer within God's will for your life. And so you have to remain, don't get so attached to people, persons, places, places, positions, platforms, that you are no longer sensitive that when God says to let something go, that you don't let it go. Mm-hmm. That happened to me literally in the last couple of weeks. It was something that God had already been talking to me about, something that I had already been having a level of discernment with. And I heard God and my friend Bree had a dream. <laughs> she had no idea what the dream meant. This mm-hmm. person was in her dream. She only met the person one time mm-hmm. and did not know that I was over here having this whole conversation with God and um and discussing, like making sure, because one thing with me, whereas Bree is um a person who does not like to she she'll hold on to the potential. Mm-hmm. I used to be that person and I'm not her no more. And the song say, it ain't nothing to cut that person off. Um, That Mm is me. I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. bye. And Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to get better at that. But in that, I'm like, okay, God, is this you? Because this is starting to annoy me. This this situation, this person, there's a level of agitation in my spirit. Um, And I'm now learning, now understanding that that's Holy Spirit letting me know, like, this is not a situation that you should be in. Um, But Bree did not know that. And when I was, when I first came to that person in that situation, it was definitely God ordained something that God had told me to do, but God told me that this person was no longer in alignment with his will. And they were kind of doing their own thing. And he was showing me that in a couple of ways. And then Brie calls me or she sent me a voice note about this dream. She's like, it was so weird. And I said, girl, it's not weird. It was God answering my prayer of God. Like, Please let me know that this is you and not Sharla who is offended, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make sure I'm not offended and not just ready to cut, you know, cut this, mm-hmm. cut ties with this, um, with this relationship. Like I need to know that it, this is really your will because I don't want to misrepresent you. Um, and you know, like, oh, she got offended and blah 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 blah. No, I want to make sure that this is really you and not me um, making this decision. And Bree had this dream. Mm-hmm. And it all made sense. And it was confirmatory that, it, no, this is really God telling me, like, it's time to step up out of this. And so um, don't be afraid of that. Understand mm-hmm. that you can start a, a, a relationship and it could be God ordained, but people change their hearts, change their motives, mm-hmm. change um, with persons, places, things, and platforms. Understand that, like, um, you know, me and Bree, <laughs> me, Bree was there when I had a, um, uh, interview with a radio station, they mm. went and up the show. And when we got mm. to talking, sis was on some mess immediately. So it sounded, it sounded great. And then mm-hmm. it went from being, oh, we're not a Christian broadcast. Now we've turned the word Christian to community. And and, and me and Bree, Bree is watching me go, girl, mm-hmm. no. And, um, you know, at the time, it seemed like a great opportunity. It seemed like a God thing. But don't be so, uh, so infatuated with the platform that you missed like god like nah sis you we're not doing that exactly and i love that you say that because for me i used to be the what do you say pre-saved 
before Christ. Before Christ. So for me, when I tell you my cutoff game, and this is me and my mom's joke, when I tell you my cutoff game was strong, and I'm not even talking about in romantic relationships, you can break my trust. You can make a mistake. I will never talk to you again. I would, past since, never talk to you. I will walk by you like you didn't even exist. I would not. There was not forgiveness. I thought me letting go was forgiveness. Then I knew that was wrong. So then I came into, I see the potential of people and stuff like that. And I've stayed in friendships and relationships where they were lukewarm when they no longer were God ordained. So the same as Charlotte prayed, because for me, I know who I am. I know how I used to be. So the same thing I went to God and I was like, okay, God, I know how I am or how I used to be. I know how I used to have in the cutoff game spirit still, it's a little bit in there in me, you know, now I could block you not caring, not caring a certain way that I don't need to care, but God will bless you. We exactly don't you. now we also want you to be blessed but mm-hmm. we're gonna be blessed far away from not. me uh-huh for me for me so yeah so i i was like god you know my cutoff game and sometimes i don't i i didn't always handle things the best way you know and then i also I'm like god you know my heart because i care a lot you know what i mean and so i was like bro you can love people but not also be so intimate with them and of course this is not romantic or anything like that yeah. so i had to go to god because i'm like you know these sides of me so how should I handle this? And he spoke to me and let me know what's up. And with the help of Charlotte, and I was like, all right, cool. Like I'm falling back. And another thing is, Hey sis, are you enjoying this week's show? I pray that you are. Make sure that you connect with us and you keep the conversation going. Follow us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk. Make sure that you subscribe to the show, you rate the podcast, and you leave us a review. And don't forget to share the show with your friends, your coworkers, your mom and them, all the people. Okay? Okay. Now let's get back to the show. We all have calls and assignments. I don't know your call. I don't know your assignment and stuff like that, but God does. And we are, we are required by faith to serve, you know? So be careful of that because for me, I am in a season and now knowing going forward, there's a lot of stuff. I'm booked and busy and haven't even broke the, the, the top off certain things just yet, but there are so many things that I need to do. And I know, and I thank God for it. So I don't have time literally to waste. <laughs> literally. That's me. That's what I say what? when this I'm over it and bless literally. So when I have a lot going on, so it's okay. If they're not God yeah. ordained, if they're lukewarm, people, whatever it is, God will show you and change. tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so not everyone is permanent. Yeah, yeah. People's people change, seasons change, and so just stay in that constant communication with God because um, there, this situation to me was new. And you know, with me, I also have a huge heart, and I think this is why I know this is why me and Bree get along so well because we have a lot of the same core principles. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a huge heart. I will give you the shirt off my back. I will do whatever for people that I love, but people will take advantage of that. People can mm-hmm. see that they can, and they will take advantage. And so the situation that I was in after I talked to Brie, after I started making my exit, Miss <laughs> Tanya came back and was like, uh-uh, that person is taking advantage. It's, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. And I said, dang God, I asked for one. <laughs> <laughs> for one confirmation he was like let me double up just in case you wanted again to know mm-hmm. um and that's what good fathers do they know that we ain't even got to say some stuff sometimes um my dad right. used to like if something was wrong with me he'd be like what's your malfunction because he could tell even by my face and my body language that something was mm-hmm. off 
Um, and it just, you know, it's so important y'all to understand and remain sensitive to when God may be releasing you from something, uh, a friendship, a relationship. Also too, when Bree says intimacy, intimacy does not mean sex. Me and Bree, the conversations that we have are intimate conversations because it is um, at the core of who we are. We talk about our morals, our values, our Mm -hmm. walk with God, our failures, our successes. That's intimacy. Mm -hmm. Intimacy is not always doing the busted challenge. That's not even it. That's Mm -hmm. just Mm-hmm. And one thing I would love for everyone to get out of this, especially when you were talking about that um, former person, is that you prayed and you got the confirmation because y'all are probably hearing like, you know, us praying, oh, and Brie got a dream and Charlotte got a dream and stuff. This that takes time. I didn't realize this is maybe a little bit off topic. I didn't realize that I had the gift of dreams or being a dreamer until very recently. And me and Charlotte have I meant to tell you about that, too, because I've always dreamt. And I would wake up even as a kid, even as a teenager, and I would have these dreams that'd be so vivid. And I'm like, dreammood.com. I'm like, what do they mean? And stuff like that. And so I just pray that y'all be careful because not everyone is a good prophet. There are false prophets out there. Mm-hmm. You know, not everyone, there is false knowledge out there. So again, the biggest thing is that when someone is telling you something, you know, prophetically or anything like that, make sure it lines up with God's will. Make sure it lines up with scripture and stuff like that. Because again, you may, I, I feel like the main key thing a lot of the time is there's a lot of things that Charlotte may have not said to me and I'm dreaming. It. There's things that I did not say to Charlotte and she's dreaming it. So God is confirming that. You know, how else is she supposed to know? You know what I mean? So I'm not just taking her word or other people's word. It is God. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I don't want y'all to be like, oh, I got a friend that dreams too. Well, hold up. Let's seek the source. Let's seek the source first. Okay. Everyone else, everything else is a resource. Everything that I hear from someone, I take it back to God in prayer. And when you talk to somebody, it should confirm what God already said to you, right? So Brie, when she's gay, when she said the dream, it just was confirmatory of the conversation. I was like, I ain't talked to her about that. There's only one person I've talked to about that. And that is the Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I hadn't even talked to my husband about it yet at the time because Brett don't play about his wife and I don't have time for him to be getting attitudes with people and not like <laughs> right. so either when I decide that a situation is not good I have to really talk to God first because once I take it to Andre Walker um you're as good as gone <laughs> no, like, boy. you're See as you. good as that boy do not play by him his him wife at all so <laughs> I really have to use a level of discernment um and so I had I just been praying about it and talking to God about it. And then Brie confirmed it. And then I told Andre. And so that's just, that's it. That's all you've been voted mm-hmm. on. The island. Okay. Yep. Um, so last, let's wrap with this and then we will do kind of mm-hmm. like lighthearted fun. Um, let's talk about deal breakers. Yes. So when you're out here dating, Okay, Brie, what are some deal breakers, some non-negotiables? So it's so important that you don't settle, y'all. Okay. But like mm-hmm. this, this is the overarching theme. Do not settle. Huh? Do not lower your standards. We talked about this before. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um take off a level of Jesus because your demons are uncomfortable. Do not settle. And I don't don't if anybody that tell you that your standards are too high. You need to cut them out of your life, mm-hmm. okay? Um, mm-hmm. Because as long as it's a godly standard, honey, period, that's it. So let's, as we um, wrap up, 
Can you share with us some of your non-negotiable <laughs> deal breakers in dating? Give them, give them. I don't know why I laugh. I don't know. I don't know why I laugh. I don't know why I laugh. Um, again, this is our friendship. Um, he has to have a heart for God. I don't need no yeah, yeah. warm. No. Because the thing is, I know sometimes I'll see the potential of people and stuff like that. And that's not always a bad thing because, and the reason why I think there's a disclaimer there, because we all have potential, we all have a calling and God has to do work in us. And that's okay. You know, let's say, you know, my husband, let's say he is called to be a pastor, you know what I mean? But he's not there yet. He has the potential. God is working on him. You know what I mean? There's levels to this, you know? Um, but for me, he has to have a heart for God because the thing is by him loving God and seeking God and me loving him. And I believe it was pastor Cole, our assistant pastor that said this, that as his wife, I, as my husband's wife, future husband and all that good jazz, cause I'm not married yet. Um, I will love the God in him. I will submit to the God in him. Amen. Okay. Let's get that's correct. Okay. Um, but he has to love God again. He understands. And before I forgot what happened. Um, I think this was me trying to figure out things with a former ex of mine. And I used to always say that I wanted a man that would support and accept my celibacy. I want that and I desire that, but also a man that will wait with me because you can support someone, you can accept something, but to <laughs> wait with them, to be in the deep, the trenches with them, you know what I mean? And I'm not trying to make celibacy like, oh, the trenches, but it is deep. It's a big choice. It's a life change and stuff like that. That is what I desire. I'm not going to negotiate on that because that's not who I am. I'm not going to co- compromise on that. And my love for God, you know what I mean? Again, as I meet my husband and we court and date and stuff like that, it's the same thing. I have an alarm set on my phone that says unwind slash time with God at eight o'clock. So my future husband going to know, like, you can call me at eight. I ain't going to pick up because it's my time with God. You know, Sunday, oh, let's go to brunch. Now, I understand sometimes, you know, maybe you'll skip a Sunday or whatever. Maybe there's a certain event or whatever. But I love my church. I will be there unless I'm not feeling well. You know, there are certain things, kind of like my routine. If there are certain things that I, like, I won't change for anything or anybody, he needs to accept that. And the biggest thing is my celibacy and my heart for God. You know what I mean? And also how I care about my mom. I love my mom. Okay? So, look. If you got anything to say about Nicole Katrina Williams, if you feel some type oh, of way, Lloyd. Nicole whole business out here. All I really did. <laughs> but she is also a real estate agent, so her name is on them things. I don't play about my family. I definitely don't play about my mom. So husband and my mom got to be real friends because I don't have yeah. time. Or not even, I don't, even if they're not like, you know, they don't have to have a whole full relationship. Because like yes. mm-hmm. me and my mom our relationship is not very, um, God is working on it yet. But even with that, Andre understands the, the value of family to me. Yes. Even though his family is small and their values are different. We had to grow into that. And this is why God needs to be in the, in the middle of your relationship. And there's other things mm-hmm. you need to be worried about, about than by how fine he is and how he almost looked like little fizz. Anyway, Mm-mm. Um, girl, I like J Bug. Man, that man had that ponytail child when I was in here. Anyway, like he's mm-hmm. fine. Um, I still can. <laughs> but um, even if they don't, it's not that they have to be best friends. But yes. they mm-hmm. need to value family and understanding your family is important to you. And yes. another thing too, don't fall in love with the spirit of religion, because the devil knows that you looking for a man, sis, that's in the church just because he in the church, baby. 
Mm-mm, it don't mean anything. And he's the one for you. Because mm-hmm. the devil knows scripture too, girl. Because that's where he mm-hmm. started. Okay. Mm-hmm. You really have to remain sensitive and test every spirit. He can say he said he loved God, but Monday through Friday or through Saturday, he cussing and cutting up that mm-hmm. that fruit ain't adding up with what he has said. So you right. really have to understand. Like, don't get Derek Jackson though. Mm-hmm. Make sure that's that you okay. Not but yeah, that is definitely all mm-hmm. definitely important. And because also one thing I learned, and this is what got me with one of my exes, because he went to church and he knew the word. But we cannot put them on a certain pedestal. You know, he has to be a good, godly man. You know what I mean? And how can you tell? Ask God. He'll that show you. Fine. He will reveal that to you. You know, and just and just never forget that. I think sometimes we think every situation is different. Relation, like Charlotte said, relationships and friendships, they're one and the same. Some at different intimacy levels, you know, but he will show you. So if you've ever been in a situation and you prayed and asked God for a sign and he showed you and removed whatever, there was an outcome, not really if, but you prayed for something and God gave you the outcome, God ordained outcome. Remember that. Do not think that just because, oh, this is the matters of the heart. This is the desire of my heart and stuff like that. God can't show me. God can't show me if he's a good man and all. No, he will. He will, sis. He will. So I need you to trust that. And Charlotte did make a good point. I'm not saying my husband and my mom have to be best friends. I would love that. You know what I mean? Because my mom is, she's amazing. Let me tell you, Um, you, it can be a little annoying because my dad, and my husband, That's I sometimes okay. forget whose dad, whose dad are you? Are you my dad? His dad? What's happening here? Huh? I still can't. Huh? The two of them together. You... <laughs> I still can't. Well, that's a blessing in the same, you know? It's a blessing. I love it. It's so beautiful. But some, I'm like, y'all get about when I don't like it when they feel like, oh, you know what we're going to do? With Charlotte? We want to argue. I don't want to hear y'all. I y'all going to. What y'all not about to do is come from my life simultaneously. That's what y'all mm-hmm. not about to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I would say those are just my top. Like, think about who you are. Think about your routine for me. And ain't nobody going to change the celibacy. That ain't, that's here to stay. Two rings, not one. Like I said. Both. Um, both. Dos. Um, for real and then honestly God brings you wise counsel for a reason and stuff like that like I want to take my husband to church and stuff like that because the thing is I believe in God and his word and his discernment that he's given me and stuff like that but he's also given a level of discernment to those trusted vessels and my prayer words because sometimes we do get blinded by love you know sometimes people we think are too good to be true and they're able to be like nah this is you know your person this isn't it you know something ain't right so and because you prayed for the right friends and the right people, ain't nobody coming to you saying he's not right because they jealous of you. They're saying that something's going on and God will give them the words because they love you. Yes. And if he's it, he's it. You know yes. what I mean? You can't. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. dear, uh, dear future Bree's husband. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Oh, my gosh. Andre is not the one. He already he told Bree. He's like, he, he did. Last test. Because Andre has seen the shenanigans yep. of men, not in Bree's life, but just period. Because Andre used to be them men. <laughs> I so can. Okay? So they're gonna you, hijack our date, boo. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. we gonna show up mysteriously. Like, oh, we did not expect you to see you here. 
hello, strange man, mm-hmm. who is you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can sit here and say that I'm not going to tell her where the date will be at, but knowing me, I'll slip up like, oh yeah, we're going to like Cheddar's. Oh, okay, which one? Send me your location. She will find my location. Exactly. She will find my location. <laughs> yeah. No, she will text my mom. <laughs> yes. Think it's again. <laughs> she will text my mom. No. Bring home no where she is. That that's that's really good, Bree. That um that whole thing with like jealousy, because a lot of times the enemy wants to isolate you mm-hmm. and wants to get you one if you walk into a new relationship and it starts destroying other relationships around you that are, that are God ordained. It's a problem. Um, it's a really big problem. So that was so good, Bree. That's Thank a good you. list. Like we ain't, the, we ain't talking about the celibacy. Like that's non-negotiable. My, my mm-hmm. family is non-negotiable. God, mm-hmm. non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. And now we, can, we may be able to work on me sharing my food. The rest... <laughs> I didn't even say that, but okay. Uh, see, y'all see the fact that I didn't bring it up, the fact that I didn't bring it up, but I work on it. I'm a work in progress. Amen. God knows Amen. my heart and he knows no, my so stomach. That's really good. And you know, another thing too, especially when we talk about men in the church, and I feel like that could be a whole nother conversation, but um, the fruit, like the fruit, you love mm-hmm. God, but you don't want to get up zero Sundays. No, sir. You Mm -hmm. love God, but you ain't prayed not a one day. No, sir. Mm -hmm. You love God, but I ain't seen you read your Bible not a one time. No, sir. You love God, but you, I can't tell you love God. Mm -hmm. Your life don't look nothing like you love the Lord. No, sir. I don't want to hear it. God Mm -hmm. know my heart is the quickest way for me to never talk to you again. No, Mm -hmm. sir. No, sir. And the thing is. Because it's a relationship. When it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then with our church, if I ever, which I know it's not going to happen, but if I were to date someone that pulls me away from church, Charlotte, no, hold up. My mom, Charlotte, the whole pastor, the whole assistant pastor, whole leadership team, they kids, literally, our church don't play. We got the heart of God and they love us. We love each other. So they will do drop bys. Literally, I live twenty yep. minutes away from the church. It it ain't no chicken wing. They will be here, <laughs> and then I feel bad because then my mom she gonna get all the questions. So I don't have time to do that. She gonna be like, Bri, get get yourself together because they they asking me where you wet. So, <laughs> but we already know that's not gonna happen. But the thing is, yes. you know, when you got a real church family, mm, ain't nothing like it. Well, Riri, thank you so much, y'all. This has been amazing. It has. Um, This has been such a good time in the Lord. And we really pray that this has blessed y'all. Yes, um, edified y'all. Yes, edified y'all. Any resources, Bri gonna hook me up. Y'all, she done sent me this prayer that's 16 pages long. (laughs) I don't play. Um, I don't play about soul ties. I'm gonna get it together and I'm (laughs) No spirit of perversion. No, ma'am. No, No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Any way I can help you. I will definitely have resources. Um, Brie, thank you just again so much for your honesty, your transparency, your time, um, your heart for people, your heart for God. Like, I love you, Frank. I love you. And I receive that. Thank you so much. And again, I just pray that whoever listens to this, that it edifies your soul, take it with a grain of salt. And you don't have to do everything in one day. Being saved, being single, being celibate, like it's a whole thing. Grace yourself. If 
you don't take anything else out of just grace yourself and know God loves you. He is your Abba. He's your father. And it's all going to work out. Just trust in him more than what you see on TV, more than all the other nonsense. Trust in him. Get right with him. You'll be all right. He's going to help you. You'll be slim thick. You'll be healthy. You'll be Come fine. On, slim thick. All of that. Seriously. Like, get right with God. Sure. <laughs> I worked out consistently for the last couple months. Nothing but God. I ate blueberries and yogurt this morning. It was a craving that I had. And you know what? I usually crave fried chicken and french fries. Nothing but the Lord. Get right with him, people. That transformation. It really is. It was delicious. Blueberries and yogurt. I felt healthy and full. Now, now um, I'm putting Exactly. In. Can you please pray us out and pray I for... I knew, I'm glad you knew because that was the spirit. I know. I know. Bree, she about to, she about to do it. <laughs> <laughs> she always volunteered me to pray. Voluntold. <laughs> Voluntold. If you could just pray us out and just pray for um, those who may be in a single season that may be feeling weary, down, you know, feeling downcast. Also, too, and I'm not even being funny or trying, I'm just letting y'all know it's a resource. Bree is in the producer society and she is in charge of our singles ministry. It's only one other girl that's into the single <laughs> <But> she, is, <laughs> she is and so if you want to be connected with her um definitely yes. join the producer society um i'll write i also again will share the link to her blog um so you can go through and just be encouraged but if you're needing community and connection girl come on yes. chill, okay because this mm-hmm. is how we be on our on our producer society called <laughs> is this right literally <laughs> we have a great time all day so. we um yeah, so Brie, if you could just pray us out, I would so appreciate it. Of course, of course. Oh, gracious God, how we thank you for who you are and who you continue to be. We thank you for being our Abba, our Father, our everlasting light and love. We praise your name on high and we worship you. You are Alpha and Omega. You reign. Lord, I want to first thank you for allowing me to be transparent. I thank you that each test that I went through led to this testimony right now. And I pray that it falls on good ground, Father God. I thank you for Charlotte, Father God, for her obedience in you, Father God, and that we can finally sit here and just speak on these things, Father God. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for being so involved in this whole entire process. And it will edify these young women, Father God. For those women out there that may have some type of worry or struggle in their single season, being saved or celibate, I thank you in Jesus name that even right now you will have your way in their hearts Lord God that they will just trust you more that they will seek you more that they will relinquish control that they know that they could just let everything go Father God let them stop doing things outside of your will help them Father God I know that they're doing they're doing their best Lord God but help them in Jesus name to make room for you Lord God because you're always moving you are always abounding Lord God you don't sleep or slumber in Jesus name Father God so I pray that they meet you halfway Father God Whatever relationships that they're dealing with, friendships that are outside of your will, Father God, remove them now. Give them the words. Give them the say-so. And I thank you as you remove them. You will bring divine healing, Father God, supernatural might, supernatural power. You are the source. You are the King of kings and Lord of lords. So they will trust you. They will seek your face, Father God, not just to get a husband, Lord God, not just to get certain this, certain that, Father God, but to seek you, Father God, so that they can be convicted, convicted so that way that when they walk, people see you and not anybody else 
sort. God, have your way right now as they listen. Open their ears, Father God. And I pray that you open everything that needs to be open so that they can receive you, receive your spirit, Father God. And I pray for the willingness for them to have forgiveness in their heart for any past transgression, Father God. The willingness to forgive that past ex, that friend, that man, that person, Father God, even their father, maybe even their mother, Lord God, anyone that wasn't for them because they acted out of shame. They acted out of um, insecurity, Lord God. Let them know that they are a daughter in you, that they are daughters of a king, Lord God. And even if there are some men that are listening to this, thank you for helping them get right with you in their walk with you, Lord God, and be a better brother and son in Christ, Father God. I thank you for all that you continue to do and be, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that they know that they can give, release, submit, and invite you in every area of their life that you reign, Father God, that they won't doubt you. And even if their faith is as small as a mustard seed, we thank you for even that, Lord God, that they will build an altar, Father God, that whether it's a prayer closet, whether it's their car, their room, whatever that they have that you bless them with, that they will speak with you. They will say, Lord, I need you. Help me, Father God. Thank you. Everything, Father God, that they're going through, that they will lay it at your feet and keep it there, that they will stop in the name of Jesus of picking it up, Lord God, that is said and done. If they want to be a new creation in Christ, help them to do the work, Father God. Change them. Make them over, Lord God. Have your way, Lord God. They are beautiful. They are wonderfully made. You will make them a masterpiece. You will love and amend their hearts, Lord God. All they have to do is just choose you, Lord God. We know, Father God, that as soon as we got saved, we sign up for pressure, Father God, but we may be hard pressed, but we are not crushed on any and every side, Lord God, that you are close to and you save the brokenhearted, Lord God, that these hurt individuals will not hurt people because they will be healed. They'll be healed in a way that they will seek you and they will ask for guidance in you, that they're not going to be captain save a person because we know you saved. You are the shelter. You are the refuge, Father God. So help us all, help them all to depend on you. Because you are father, you are sovereign, and you are all powerful in Jesus' name. There is no one like you. So I thank you for blessing these ladies. I thank you for keeping them and even those connected to them. I thank you that you did it for me. So that means you can do it for them. I thank you that you blessed Charlotte. So that means you can bless me. And I thank you for the right time that you will bless us all with the desires of our heart, Lord God. And we will wait on you. We thank you that you know the desires and you have it for God, us, Father God, that you will leave and you have left the 99 for us, one Lord God. So I thank you for protecting them in their sleep and their slumber. And I pray that going forward, that, that you will help them, that the prayer that Charlotte will post, anything that she's posting, any resource will help them and break the soul ties and bondage. And they know that they're free and free indeed. I thank you for your love and I thank you for this atmosphere. And I thank you that even as they listen, they will hear you and feel your spirit, Lord God. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity. You are faithful. You are the one true only God and the Savior. In Jesus' name, we love you. We adore you. Amen. Amen. Y'all get y'all up and I can pray like Bree. <laughs> Sis said we may feel pressure, but we not crushed. We're not, and I felt that in the in the fiber of my being. <laughs> Get your words. Pretty that's sure that's in Corinthians. Okay. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. It is in Corinthians. It is Corinthians. <laughs> Amen. 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 Y'all, thank you so much, Brie. Thank you so much again. Thank you. Y'all, that is it, honey. So until next week. 
continue to love God, love people and love yourselves. And I will talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.